Welcome to the Horsewise Podcast with Lynn Reardon, where we share stories of horses and people and what they teach each other. On today's episode, I share two exercises that really helped me with my own riding posture and body awareness in the saddle and how they are perfect for this pandemic era. I hope you enjoy the show and have a wonderful day. Today, I'd like to talk to you about a couple of exercises to do at home that are super fun and really actually helped me quite a bit with some horsemanship goals, particularly as regarding my own sort of body awareness and balance in the saddle. And I'm bringing up a lot of these at-home exercises now because I know many of my listeners are under shelter-in-place orders or their boarding barn is under shelter-in-place orders, and they may not be able to ride or get to their horse regularly. So these two exercises I kind of stumbled upon by accident, and it's, it's not like they're particularly brilliant or, or anything like that, but they just really helped me, and I thought I would share them with you. Much of this was prompted by an article I read in The Eclectic Horseman. It was about a concept called the Hanger Man. And the Hanger Man, it was an article about uh, a horseman named Jack Young. And what he had come up with was he'd taken an actual coat hanger and bent it into the shape of of a man riding a horse. Not the horse itself, but just the man, the outline of his body. And what the Hanger Man demonstrated is that the body parts couldn't move independent, right? It was sort of a stiff wire hanger. So if the arms kind of moved, then the whole body had to move. It was as if there was no ability, like for his head to tilt to one side and his arms to tilt to the other. So it was as if he was in his own plane of movement at all times. So if his right hand moved out, his left hand would have to move in and his shoulders would have to correspond. And so would his hips. So I will, and I will include a link to that article in the show notes. It's really interesting and kind of, for me, was very evocative visually that instead of riding my horse and kind of squeezing with my legs or kind of, you know, holding with my reins or asking my horse to turn its head with its, with the reins, that actually my whole body was directing the horse kind of more as if I was an axis and if that makes sense. And the horse was a globe kind of spinning around me as a sort of a point of stability. And it got me thinking about all the sides of my body as being pretty laterally related. And so then at home, I was sort of experimenting with different awareness exercises to help me kind of translate that into the saddle. Because again, like many riders, you know, I have my own sort of physical anomalies. I'm super right-sided. I have an old SI injury on my left side from when I was 12 years old, high jumping. So I have a lot of ways that I've carried my body over the years that feel normal to me, but are actually kind of crooked. And in the saddle, you know, we get used to riding a certain way that feels normal to us. And we're not really as aware, maybe of where we're um, leaning too heavily on one side, or maybe we're a little bit kind of crooked or a little bit kind of arcing our body in an unnatural direction or shape. So the first exercise I came up with sounds super simple, but it's actually pretty fun. And for me, it was pretty, uh, just had some amazing results from it. So one of my issues is I do tend to kind of have tight shoulders, um, like many people. I mean, I work somewhat on the computer. It's just also kind of the way I'm built. So to kind of work on that and to see how it related to all the other parts of my body, particularly my upper body, What I did was an exercise where I'd stand in front of a mirror and then I would basically try to put my shoulders up under my ears, 
you know, like kind of exaggerate that sort of tense shoulder position. So my shoulders would be right under my ears. And from that position, I would try to hold my arms out wide to my sides and try to hold it for a count of like 15 or 20. And of course, if you're doing that right now, as you're listening to me, I hope you're not driving. If you're doing that, don't do this while you're driving. Um, that you'll notice that there's a lot of tension and pinching that happens right away in muscles that really aren't really necessary to engage at all. So then I would drop my shoulders to a more normal position and then raise my hands, you know, stretch them out side to side and see the difference between them. And then I would take kind of normal household chores, let's say opening a jar, opening the refrigerator, carrying groceries, taking out the trash, even maybe picking up things that are a little heavier, like, you know, five, 10 pound weight with my shoulders again, completely up under my ears. And what it kind of taught me was how when we carry even a little bit of tension, maybe our shoulders aren't as exaggerated in that, we are always overusing the wrong muscles and underusing the right muscles. We make it a lot harder on ourselves. We have to try harder. And that also distorts our ability to sort of open our chest and create this sort of stable sort of plane for the horse, right? Where again, we're very balanced, we're very symmetrical. If your shoulders are up like that, it just doesn't work at all. So experiment with that, like kind of have fun with it and see, you'll become really aware of the tension. It actually, it gets pretty uncomfortable pretty quickly. So experiment with that and uh, have fun with it and see if you have some of the same insights I did. And the second exercise is taking a backpack or a knapsack, you know, something small. It doesn't have to be like, you know, what you would take to climb Kilimanjaro or something like that. And you're going to need a couple of towels and you're going to need two weights. And the weights could be really light. It could be like a soup can and then a five pound weight, or it could be, in my case, I used a 10 pound dumbbell and a five pound dumbbell, but it could be much lower weights too. What you're going to do is take one towel and kind of roll it up and you're going to put it so that it is horizontally, it is in the, in the backpack horizontally. And you kind of want to roll it tight, you know, so it has a little bit of tension in it. When you set it into the backpack horizontally, it'll probably be a little too long to fit in, which is good. You're going to want to take those excess ends and just fold them on top. Then what you're going to do is take the second towel and you're also going to roll it up and you're going to place it vertically on top of the uh, previous towel, the one that is horizontal. And basically it's on the bottom and then the second towel is on top. It's basically like making the letter T or, or cross. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take two weights and they have to be uneven. As again, in my case, I did a 10 pound weight and a five pound weight. And you're going to put one on each side and you can use the kind of excess from the first towel, the horizontal towel to kind of bundle them and keep them in place. Then you're going to zip up the backpack and you're going to put it on your back very carefully. And you're going to get on your hands and knees. And put the heavy, for, for the sake of argument, put the heavy weight on your right side just because I'm very familiar with that because this is what really worked for me because I'm very right-sided. And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna get on your hands and knees and you're going to walk around in the same type of footfall that a horse would do. So that would be right hind, right front, left hind, left front. And so that's the sequence that you would repeat over and over again. And first just walk a straight line like that. I mean, do this when no one maybe else is around in the house who might think you're crazy because you're going to need a little bit of room. You're going to be have to walk in up and down a hallway or something. And just keep doing that. Right hind, right front, left hind, left front. 
And just notice how that uneven distribution of weight starts to affect you. Just notice how some muscles get really tight, others maybe might get kind of tired, and how you also start to maybe contort your body a little bit to accommodate that. And continue to do that in a straight line. And then next what I want you to do is to do a circle. And do a circle to the right so the heavier weight is going to be on the inside of the circle. And again, keep going in the normal walk cadence for a horse. Right hind, right front, left hind, left front. And pay attention again as your body arcs around that circle, what begins to happen. Then after you've done that for a little while, change direction and go to the left. And again, right hind, right front, left hind, left front. Keep doing that and notice how your body adapts and shifts again with the weight uneven, only now the heavier weight is to the outside. And kind of think about that and do this for a little while. Like don't, don't get a super painful or anything like that. I don't want you pulling muscles or whatever, but do give it a solid like 10 to 15 minutes of practicing these different maneuvers. And you can also switch the weight so that the heavier weight is on the left side and the lighter weight is on the right side and see the differences. After you've done that for about 10 or 15 minutes, uh, go sit down and think about your horse and the last time you rode your horse, particularly in circles. And if there's anything about the ride that you remember where your horse felt tight or heavy and see if it relates to what you just experienced walking around with that backpack. Because let's say that when you were going around to the right circle and the heavier weight was on the right side to the inside, maybe you felt just a lot of pressure and you, you really were kind of getting very heavy on your own right shoulder to try and compensate for that. And maybe your left side was getting a little pinched. Well, as you're doing that, if you remember that your horse sometimes does that on a circle, it might be something to look at that maybe you are a little more right-sided like I am, that that might be something that you're unconsciously doing and that your horse maybe isn't sticky on that side or doesn't do that circle well because he's trying to be disobedient or because he's not talented or <clears throat> whatever it is. It might just be that he's become habituated to carrying a little bit of uneven weight from the way that you sit in the saddle. And then go back and remember the exercises with kind of scrunching your shoulders up. You know, when you scrunch your shoulders up like that, you can't relax your shoulders and stretch out, kind of create a big frame with your chest and with your upper body. And that would particularly also be an issue if you happen to be a little heavier on one side, a little out of balance, a little more left-sided or right-sided. So those two things together can actually create a lot of distortion from the horse's kind of point of view of how to balance you on his back. So you're not so much maybe helping the horse as you're becoming something the horse has to kind of carry and work around versus you are creating like a great support system for the horse to sort of flow beneath you where your seat and your legs and your arms and even like your upper torso are guiding the horse, shaping the horse, but not squeezing or pinching them or holding him into awkward positions. One final thing to experiment with with the backpack is, you know, I said 10 pound and five pound weight, but it can be really interesting to see just what a small amount of difference between the two weights can be. It could be like if you had one soup can on one side versus two soup cans on the other. You will find that while it's a lot more exaggerated with the heavier weights, you still over time feel the difference up relatively clearly. 
even if it's less of a weight differentiation between the two sides. And so that's also something to keep in mind as well. Like a very small change can make a big difference in your horse and in your riding. And the good news about that is it's not hard to make a small change. So you can make a small change that can create a lot of improvement, a lot more balance, and a lot more sort of relaxation in your horse simply by being a little more aware of how you're sitting in the saddle in terms of you know, weight on one side more than the other. And also then if your shoulders are kind of a little too scrunched up, then you don't have that freedom of movement, that mobility, the ability to create a good frame, so to speak, as if you and your horse are dance partners. Now, again, I'm sure a lot of my listeners are frustrated if they're having to be at home and they can't ride or work with their horse. And I definitely understand that. I've been to some degree in self-quarantine as well. But I just want to remind everyone that one of the great benefits of this coronavirus spring is the opportunity to completely start over in some ways, to have a completely fresh perspective, even if it starts out, hey, not so ideal, like my idea of a great new perspective shift is not <laughs> never that I never ride my horse, but you're going to be able to ride your horse again soon. You know, this will end fairly soon, relatively speaking. And it's important to take advantage of all of the unexpected benefits, the silver linings of this time. And I think one of the key ones is how it can shift your, your just entire point of view on how to make adjustments in your riding and how to see the patterns between you and your horse in a different way. And it's a way to kind of, what the way I like to put it is taking it back, kind of take something back from this pandemic and make it work for you. At the, at the end of the day, we need to still enjoy our lives and enjoy our horses and, and embrace that as if it were any other spring. So I hope you've enjoyed these little home exercises for sort of pandemic horsemanship. And as always, I thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.